This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Welcome back. My name is Robin Smuckler and I'm standing in for Sharice Zephard on the Jewish Board Talk today. So exciting for me to welcome our next guest, Leora Kapilovsky. Leora is with me in studio. And thank you. Thank you, Lee, for coming in and for your courage in sharing your story um, and the incredible I think lessons and courage that you've developed along the way. Um, I think many of us know Sean, as we refer to him, Sean Karp or Chopper, um, a legend in the community, very involved in the CSO, very involved in protecting and, and nurturing the community, and, and he ran his own business on the side. Um, and we know that, unfortunately, Sean... Um, on a morning that he was on his business side of things, got stung by bees and um, led to a very difficult journey of three years in a vegetative state. And um, Lee, we, we saw you during that, that time, a very, very challenging time. But crazily, I don't know, we all were inspired by you on a, on a constant basis. So we thought today maybe we can unpack a little bit of the journey and some lessons that you've learned and shared along the way. Um, I know one thing that stuck out for me as, as very profound is when you were in the hospital and afterwards going through the journey and you spoke about that, the pain and the unknown and just the very, very difficult time that your family was going through. But at the same time, there was this outpouring of love and community support. And maybe you can tell us, you know, just what you experienced during that time. Thank you, Robs, um, for allowing me to share. Yeah, sure. That crazy, crazy time. So Sean was in the ICU at the Linksfield and literally from our, I arrived there in the afternoon and it was a couple hours of just a blur trying to understand what had happened. And when I stepped out of the waiting room, there were just, it seemed like thousands of people. And I'm told that downstairs as well, there were, it was just full, full of members of the community. Um, and over the days and the weeks that we were there, there were just, this most amazing outpouring of love and support. Um, I think that's um, what our communities yeah. has become renowned for. Absolutely. But I think also um, people aren't sure what to do in that situation. Sometimes they're not sure, should I go to the hospital now, maybe um, imposing, or, you know, how to reach out. Mm. So maybe it's you, you can also say, like, what was valuable and supportive yeah. for you. So, so actually a few years ago my daughter had an accident and – and also, again, this outpouring of just love and support. And I'm quite a, Sean and I were actually, as much as we knew a lot of people in the community, but quite private people ourselves. Um, and I was always quite um, also unsure and didn't want to impose on people. And I wanted to respect people's privacy. But when Ashira had her accident, it made me realize that you actually can't do wrong by being there. And so the question everybody has to answer for themselves is, well, what does being there look like? So I always say, if you don't know the person, you can send a message. I had so many messages from people who I didn't know at all. People would say, hi, you don't know me, but I've heard your story and I just wanted to reach out. And that was so comforting. And for me, 
what I go by is that if you were going to send a message, pick up the phone. And if you're going to pick up the phone, go and visit. And if you're going to go and visit once, go and visit twice. Because there is a feeling of being held for the person who is inside of it. And it's very difficult to explain to explain that, but it means so much. And it literally, for, for myself, and I think I can speak for the family, it held us and it carried us through. So those are, there's very little else you can do. You can't make the thing unhappen. You can't make it easier. The, the trauma and the grief and all the feelings that go with that. You, you can't, you know, so literally a meal, a phone call, um, those are the things you can do. Show up, show up in, in those ways. Sure. It's, it's amazing. I think. Yeah, when you, when you hear the value of, you know, when mm. people are uncertain of how to, how to reach out. Um, I think what we also like always learn from you is, is your capacity to, um, to just give and to see each person. And I know I've seen you, um, while you were in the hospital or while you were going through difficult times, you still had a whole operation going at your house of baking biscuits and delivering it to the hairdresser and the bank tellers and, it, is that something you think that is innate? Is is there this innate character in you that you're able to to see beyond, you know, the the immediate situation that you're in, and almost to see the darkness in the light? Or do you think that we all have that within us, and we can possibly build that muscle to be able to find that perspective? So I think for me personally, I, I put such great value on having good relationships with people um, and as much as I so appreciate people showing up for me it is important that we make sure to show up for each other um, and so it was important to me and I think also not that it was a distraction but but it gave me something to focus on other than this terrible trauma that was happening around me was to think how can I acknowledge the people who are helping me through this um, and so I do think it is a choice. You can choose whether to kind of drown in everything that is happening to you. Um, and, and there were times that I did. There were times where I literally couldn't think about anything other than the devastation of what had happened to us. Um, but then you can also make a conscious decision to look out and to see those around you um, and to acknowledge everything that they've done and and that also, I feel like it opens your heart up um, to being grateful um, when you acknowledge all these wonderful things that people are doing to help you in this terrible time. Um, and gratitude does help, it certainly did help and does continue to help me get through um, a lot of very, very difficult days. So I do think it is a choice. I think that it's something that... Um, you can be aware to do and and yeah it, it's a good it certainly has helped has helped me um you also often speak about this duality in your heart um obviously it's still so fresh for you the pain it's it's just three months but yet you get up every morning very glamorously and you continue and you go to gym what do you do in the morning what do you do in your days that just allows you to to carry on and to to you know function on, on a very high level? 
So I think the first thing that I would share with people is that you need to trust in your heart's capacity to hold more than one thing. So on the one hand, there is so much pain and so much grief. Um, but I really do feel like our hearts are big enough to hold joy and gratitude at the same time without either one taking anything from the other. So I can get up in a day and I can see the beautiful things and have beautiful moments. And that doesn't mean that I'm okay with what's happened. It doesn't mean that I don't feel intense grief and pain and miss Sean terribly. But it doesn't, the grief and the pain doesn't take away from the moments of joy that we have in our day as well. I have two beautiful children. I have got the most unbelievable family on both sides, Sean's family and my family. Incredible, incredible friends. And, and so we can, our hearts have capacity and space to hold all of that without the one taking anything away. From the other. I always, when I taught grade R, I used to say to the children at the end of the year, you're going to grade one now and you have so many different feelings and your heart is like that tub of Neapolitan ice cream. You don't have to choose one. I'm excited to go to grade one or I'm sad to leave grade R or I'm scared or you can have like that tub of ice cream, the chocolate, the, the vanilla, the strawberry. You can have all of that in your heart at the same time. And none of them take anything away from the other. That's incredibly profound because I think often all of us, you know, something happens to you and that becomes, it's like tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. You like can't see beyond that. And I think to almost just give our hearts permission to say, yes, something happened which has shaken me or which is challenging. But then at the same time to also feel the goodness that surrounds us. And wow, that's very profound. Um, we know in, in Kohelet it says there's a time to laugh and a time to dance and a time to sing and it feels like the time these days often comes at the same time. The time that we're dancing can sometimes be the same time that mm. we're crying. We, we have that duality and it's it's profound to, to give ourselves permission to feel it all. Yeah, but it, it is a choice as much as it is a choice to, to only focus on the one and you can't get somebody to choose for, you can't choose for somebody else. That person has to want to choose it for themselves. I, I suppose for me, it's, I would just like to offer people the possibility that, you know, it is a, it, it is an option. It's, and this is what I have chosen and what I have understood for myself. Um, yeah, that's, that's how I, that's how I have chosen to look at it. Amazing. Um, I think, Really, where we're all at in the world, like post-COVID, is just trying to almost take all that shrapnel and all the pieces and pick it up again. And I think people are so much more conscious of their feelings and, you know, their mental state. It's it's never, ever been spoken about like it is today. Um, And you say such a – I've got like the image of you when you say this that um, there's a pit and often – you know, we, we sometimes do fall in the pit and it's dark and that's where we go. Yeah. Um, but you say don't stay there and don't let yourself get too deep into the pit. Um, so as you've said, you, you have perspective, but what like tools or what things, you know, when you're in that place, you actually don't, you're just there. Mm. And sometimes you go deeper and deeper. How do you make sure that you never get deep into the pit or how do you pull yourself out of there? Yeah. So so as you say, we all have that 
pit that we fall into. And often people will say to me, how are you? And I'll say, I'm hanging by my fingernails, but I'm hanging. The reality is the further down you go, it's just going to be an even harder, longer climb out. And you're the only one who can pull yourself out. That's not to say that I don't have days. There are many mornings where I literally have to talk myself out of bed and I'm you know, saying to myself, you can do this. And this is just, I do not feel like finding joy today. A few practical things that I do, I really do try and keep a routine. I exercise in the week. I try and eat as well as I possibly can. Um, and, and that comes with knowing who you are and what things work for you. I go for therapy because we don't have to do this alone. Um, and I think people have to take proactive steps and and always just try and keep some part of your body on the rim of the pit that that when you've pulled yourself out you haven't gone so far down that it seems like just the, the most impossible thing to pull yourself out but but we all have those days where today is just not a joy finding day yeah. um, and that's okay <laughs> try again tomorrow amazing i think none of us ever want to become the person who inspires others from the difficulty and the tragedy that they had to go through. But if you did have to go through this, the, the, the response that you have chosen is honestly, it just, it's, it's transforms everyone around you in the way that your perspective and your understanding of community, I think, has inspired everyone to just want to do more and be more. And um, we look forward to sharing many happy times with you in the future. Please go. And continue on this journey of growth and that we continue to learn and be inspired by you. And by each other And hopefully we've all taken a lesson from today um, How to just reach out to others more And how to live with more joy in our heart Even if we're feeling differently um, So thank you so, so, so much For thank coming you. in And um, hopefully we'll speak more in the future Thank you Thank you